Hey everyone, uh, welcome to the Vatican. Um, I'm joined today by Pope. <laughs> Wait, why? Why am I the Pope? Why am I the Pope? Because, because I did the intro. Oh my god! <laughs> That's literally how it works. So what are um, you? Uh, you can be like the excommunicated Pope. Like I'll be the. I'm feeling a little Eastern today, you know. Uh huh. Whatever that means. So I'll be the I was gonna Eastern ask. Orthodox Pope. Okay. Or and which Pope maybe, am I? Maybe what are they like? Patriarchs. I think they're a little bit more egalitarian. They're more of mm-hmm. like equity champions. So I think there's a lot of leaders. But then you can be the Roman Pope. Okay. Yeah. I'm just the figurehead Pope. Right. Okay, that's fine with me. Yeah. I mean, I don't really know what the job entails, but uh, that's not the point. Mm Hmm. The point is it's Lent. Oh, boy. um, Yeah, that's why we're at the Vatican, because we just, I wanted to ask you what you're giving up for Lent. It's a pilgrimage, bro. We made a pilgrimage to the Vatican. Yeah. It's like Mecca, but... Can you even say that? I mean, objectively, like, if you're talking pilgrimage, uh, sure, it's it's related. Yeah, that's... Like, Me- maybe Mecca Mecca and the Vatican are sister cities. Yes. What is Can the Vatican, say- though? It's like a little independent... It's like a city-state of... Yeah. Italy. It's weird. Uh, but yeah. Are you giving anything up for Lent? I, I didn't even know when it started. Still does. Started- I just know it's happening. Two Wednesdays ago, I think, or two or three. Oh, Ash Wednesday. Mm. I got ashed in the park. It's pretty epic. You did? It sounds like Cali slang. Yeah, yeah, I totally got ashed in the park. (laughs) Totally got ashed. It sounds like a substance. (laughs) It does. It sounds like you were you were banging on some pretty big bongs, dude. Yeah, it was like me and Emma. And Stas. Stas, eh? I knew, I knew Stas was going to loves getting ash. What are you talking about? <laughs> and Stas, hey, put your tongue Stace. in your mouth. Why are you sticking it out? Stas. <laughs> uh, so if you guys can't tell, uh, we can see each other. And this is the first full episode we're recording while seeing each other. So um, yeah, there might be a new dimension of madness, but we're here yeah. for it. Yeah, this isn't so preparation for Mecca, when you record him. Yeah. Yeah. When he said Mecca, I, I think, what happened? Did my jaw drop or did my eyebrow raise? He, yeah. Can I unhinged his jaw? And usually, I wouldn't be able to see that. So I just like continue. But now he, and then I was like, wait, did I say something crazy? I don't know. But yeah, everybody should just give up chocolate. I feel like that's what everyone gives up for Lance. Yeah. Chocolate and swearing, right? <laughs> like yeah. The, and social media. Um, that those are the three that you can give up. But today we're not talking about Lent. Mm. Oh, um, good not that segue. anyone thought we were. Good segue. Um, today we are talking about Cupid's hunting season, Valentine's Day. We're not really talking oh. about that either. It's kind of like his hunting season, right? Yeah, like, like I like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when humans go hunting, it's like oh, you know, it's deer hunting season. We go with our bows and arrows and our camo stuff and. We shoot the deer. Um, But for Cupid, it's like, oh, it's the 14th of February. I get my bow and arrow out. 
and I shoot people. And yeah. I think it's the bloodlust that makes people fall in love with like the first person that cares mm. for them. I think, yeah. Is that how it works? You know, that totally makes sense with losing blood. You know, it makes sense. you get less oxygen to the brain and exactly. you start just thinking the wrong way. And, you know, exactly. I think you've brought up a really nice like revisionist perspective on Valentine's Day. Mm. You know, I think Cupid has been a perpetrator of violence for centuries. And I think right. that it's time that we sort of opened up the Pandora's box, so to speak, of truths and half truths about and Cupid. Truths. <laughs> yeah. So first truth we need to open up he's is. he's just abusive is he's yeah, not he's actually abusive. a baby with a bow and arrow it's mm-hmm. a fully grown man with he's like, 46 with a cupid's 46 <laughs> with, and his real name is carlos carlos it's not gerard <laughs> it's carlos and he goes around with like olympic level archery gear shooting exactly. people and he also dated Shakira. Did he yeah. shoot her first? Actually, Shakira is a little bit of a misnomer in the um, Valentine's a community. Misnomer. Oh. Yeah. No, explain. Well, for one thing, she's a liar. Her hips. Okay. There's that. So she's Shakira is a misnomer for what? <laughs> Her real name is Sharon Carmichael. <laughs> Sharon Carmichael. <laughs> That's her real name. Her real name isn't Shakira. Oh, imagine if her real name was Sharon Carmichael. <laughs> That's Shakira's like that real name, so- though. That's my. Are name. you serious? That's what I'm telling you. Like, she's a liar. Excuse me while like, I look this up. Like, she's a liar. Her name it's is actually Sharon, Sharon Carmichael. Like, it's not Shakira. Yeah, right? It's not. You actually had me for a second. It's not. It's oh, not. no. Her name is Shakira. Imagine if it was Sharon Carmichael. That would and be she was just like She was just doing subtle blackface the entire time. <laughs> Um, in lieu of celebrating Valentine's Day, because it's just a capitalist ploy to make us buy rubbish, um, what we're going to be doing today is, I'm sure there are people who feel like that. No, I know there are people who feel like that. <laughs> Valentine's Day is just a capitalist ploy to make us buy gifts. Um, we're not getting into it. But <laughs> what we <laughs> Plus, we already took the capitalist today. vaccine, so we're fine. Remember? Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, we, we took, took that last episode. Yeah, we took the vaccine. But it's weird, because that kind of... I don't know, that kind of attitude would make me think we'd be against getting vaccinated. But I just like how we cross streams. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah so what there's are we talking a lot of inconsistencies in the world. Keep going. <laughs> and in this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so like in lieu of Valentine's Day um, and the fact that it's March right now, welcome to March, everyone. We will be going over 36 questions to make you fall in love and hopefully by the end of this every listener is in love with us yeah i just need more people in love with me in my life you know nice nice 
Yeah, so we Kenne actually totally kidding. is a totally awesome scripter of these videos. And he was like, hey, how about we... I don't know if anyone has seen the video where they get like two people in a room and they make them sit like on the ground and go through these 36 questions to make you fall in love. And then they stare into each other's eyes for four minutes at the end. Um, so we're kind of doing that, but we're doing it the T-Cat way. So it's just going to be memes and maybe something serious. But yeah, we're not going to do the Hail Mary four minutes of staring into each other's eyes because... We're pretty sure that's just like, even if the 36 questions don't work, we'll make you do this really intimate thing for four minutes straight. Mm -hmm. And then either way, you have to fall in love with the person. Yeah. So it's just a hoax. Um, Mm -hmm. We've already done it before. It it didn't work. It didn't work. So. Yeah. So now we just, it's our new superpower. We just go to people, make eye contact with them for four minutes. They fall in love with us and we move on. Yeah. We're immune to it because we took the vaccine. (laughs) Right. The vaccine for love. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Oh, wow. Okay. Um, So, yeah. Do you want to kick us off? Um, Yeah, I'll kick us off. Um, I'm going to reach into the random number generator again. So (laughs) I actually dismantled it and threw every single piece away after the last episode. (laughs) Did you burn it? (laughs) No, I'm not an arsonist. Mm. Is that what it is? Is that? Can you just yeah. say that? Can you just call things? Okay, whatever. So I'll go with the first <laughs> question. <laughs> Given the choice of any anyone in the world, whom would you want as a dinner guest? Okay, this is a good one. Um, Snow Allegra. I feel okay. like people had a feeling that, but then it wouldn't be a dinner guest; it would just be a date. Um, I'm weak. So then, if. <laughs> If I wasn't trying to woo the person, I don't know. I think it'd be interesting to sit with someone who I could ask a lot of why questions. Like, Mm. I don't know, maybe a dictator or someone who was responsible for like a lot, like maybe a bad historical event. Be like, so what was the justification behind that? Mm -hmm. Like, what pushed you to do those things? Mm -hmm. Um, just because, I mean, there must be, it'd be interesting to, like, find the breaking points for those people. Mm-hmm. Uh, I listened to a podcast, the only other podcast I listened to on normal speed. Um, <laughs> and they were talking about, it's called Behind the Bastards, actually. It's pretty interesting. Uh, sometimes the hosts are, whatever. <clears throat> but the stories can be interesting. And they were talking about Stalin and all the stuff that happened in his life leading up to when he became the Stalin we know. Mm. Not the Stalin we know and love, not to be confused with that. <laughs> um, but it was like... Richard, Starl- Richard Stalin. <laughs> That's the one we know and love. Richard Stalin. Oh, yeah. I don't know him. His half-brother, yeah. Oh, mm. okay. That's not real. Yes. I made that up. <laughs> <laughs> I actually believed you. That's the thing. Uh, um, wait, but I watched the episode. He didn't have a brother, I don't think. Well, I listened to the episode. I don't anyway, know. He I don't got remember. rid of them. Kidding. Yeah. We don't know he that. killed a lot of people, actually. He killed a lot of um, people. Around him. Like, and it was just like, how did he get to that point where he yeah. was so... Where death didn't have that effect on him and being the cause of someone else's death was like... You know? And I guess it's just like an extreme case of like the Browning effect where someone just pushes the boundaries of what they're willing and able to do. Maybe f- they feel forced by circumstance or... Mm 
they're radicalized by the environment and stuff. But mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like it'd be so interesting to get into the head of some of these people and just be like, so what pushed you? And clearly you feel justified in your actions, but how did you get to that point? And like, what's your logic behind saying like, oh, I did these atrocities, but here's why they needed to happen. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I think that's what I would I would go for, maybe. That's fair. That's good. Yeah, I hope you and, you know, that dictator... Right. ...can come to... Yeah, I don't know. I should do a casting call, right? Yeah. Yeah, just send out an email with the TCAT email, of course. Be like, Not, no, I dictators. think you should use your personal email for that. I don't think I want to be part of that. <laughs> Calling all dictators. Do you have what it takes? <laughs> to ruin a nation? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, who would you have as a dinner guest? Well, I mean, I love and hate this question because, I mean, who wouldn't I have as a dinner guest, right? Like, there's right. Julian Casablancas, Julian Casablancas, sorry, Chris Martin, like any New Yorker. And, like, you know, if I was to interview any New Yorker from any borough, I'd probably just. Uh-huh. harass them about pizza and just kind of k- keep it a stack with them like you know what it's not that deep let it go it'd be it'd be a therapy session it'd be a therapy session mm. for you or the new yorker the new yorker uh-huh just to let them know that like you can like dominoes like new york is fine. pizza doesn't have to be, yeah new york pizza doesn't have to be the core of who you are as a person exactly it can mm. be the crust of who you are as a person <laughs> That was good, but I'm not going to laugh. <laughs> <laughs> what, it was such a weird response. Like, I refuse to laugh. <laughs> um, Paul Banks, lead singer of Interpol. But mm-hmm. I think ultimately, I have to I have to go back to my pro wrestling roots. So before I was a podcaster. Your pro wrestling I was roots. actually a professional wrestler. <laughs> the thing is, I feel like... If I saw you, I'd believe you. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> I'd, be like cr- you, I'd be, yeah. Yeah, you'd yeah. look like you could have been a wrestler. Like a, like, like a cruiserweight, like a light featherweight. Light yeah. Weight. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, like the flippy guys. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Speaking of flippy guys, there was a trio. Well, one was a woman, but whatever. We can say guys. Or maybe we can't. Maybe we should say people. Sorry. So I think that... <laughs> we, can, we, can say, we can say guys. <laughs> Yeah, I made it worse by insisting, right? <laughs> yeah, right. Instead of just like bowing and taking a step back. Um, there's more of this on this show. So Team Extreme, man. So when I was a kiddo, um, I was a huge pro wrestling fan. I'm still a huge pro wrestling fan. And pro wrestling is just like you're the, still fake, a kiddo. That's, the fake. You know, yes, kids are talking. Me and my dad talking. used to watch it. Um, still watch it. And so... Nice. Team Extreme. There were these. Th- there's a trio. They're the Hardy Boys, Matt and Jeff Hardy and Lita. Mm. They are easily the coolest people ever. Ever. Really? Yeah. And they like do high they flying around... stuff. They're still uh-huh. around, kind of. But they were like. I mean, I remember them being around. Well, just the Hardy Boys being around mm. like same time as Eddie Guerrero and Rey Mysterio and Triple H and them guys. Exactly. Yeah. And CM Punk, like cooler than all of mm-hmm. those guys as well. Oh yeah, they're cool than all those oh, guys. Wow. Also, CM Punk is like a bit he's younger. M- oh, I see. Yeah, he's also an MMA fighter now. Eh, he paper. has cauliflower ears. 
He has them now? Dang. I think he does from the grappling and stuff. If you don't know what cauliflower ears are, just look it up. It's kind of uncomfortable to look at, but medically fascinating. (laughs) Yeah, I'd get a meal with them and I'd just like beg them to teach me how to do a backflip. That's actually something I really want to know how to do is to do a backflip. Because like, I think that's why I think they're cool. Not because like they're the strongest. They're not the strongest. They're kind of like me, just kind of like lean in between. And so (laughs) their cool thing is that they would do like flippy stuff. They're very acrobatic. Mm -hmm. Dive off the ladders and like risk their lives and you know their spines yeah medically fascinating group of guys i could teach you how to do a backflip and you won't even have to buy me dinner oh nice all we need is a trampoline so that you can make better use of your dinner with team extreme because i would be pained if you got the opportunity to speak to them and all you wanted was a backflip okay i talked to them about more stuff okay cool yeah i I don't know. I want. I feel like, I feel like we're all bros, you know. Like I feel like we're already friends. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So we that just we I just talk about are. life. Mm. Mm-hmm. I feel like their whole setup was made to be problematic, though. Was like it the brothers? I don't know. The brothers and the girl. Like, did that always just work out? Like, were there no feelings oh. and love triangles? I feel like it so was. So there bound. actually was never a love triangle. Triangle with the guys and her and amy that's uh-huh. her real name okay lol amy it's kind of od um <laughs> but, but there was a love triangle between matt and amy because they dated for a long time and another close friend that was a wrestler edge uh, i don't know if you remember him oh edge yeah yeah that was wow. messy it was really i feel messy. like you're in my childhood memories right now with everything you're saying yeah <laughs> like stuff i haven't yeah. thought about age that's so, crazy yeah, my um a good friend of mine, um, she always she's funny. So every time so it's kind of like a closeted thing to be a pro wrestling fan. Not closeted, that's that's a problematic term now, but it's like it people don't say they are. And so right, it's kind right. of like a black sheep culture. So mm-hmm. that's also she, problematic. Is because that because saying oh, that black, black is oh yeah. Okay. I don't know if it's actually problematic, but that argument would fly, right? We have good intentions. I know intention versus impact is a thing, but I don't know. I don't know what to say. Just whatever. So <laughs> So she would she would be so annoying. She would not annoying. She's great. But she would just like we'd be having dinner with people that I'm like not that close of friends with and sort of and like building up just our relationship. Bring it up. And she'd be like, Hey, um Tim, do you watch WWE? She would just do that. Like, she would just do that. Oh, Like, mid-dinner. And I'm like... <laughs> and, and, like, sometimes they're like, no, not really. And then sometimes they'd be like, no, that's stupid. It's all fake. Who would watch that? And then she'd, like, smile, like, really big and then look at me and be like, hey, Kenna, do you watch WWE? I'd be like, I don't know why I'm still friends with you. Nah, I wouldn't front. I would be like, yeah, I do, whatever. Like, it's cool. It's cool, man. Um, yeah. But, yeah. No, that's I fair. So, you would go Team Extreme, and I would go Snow Team Lake. Extremists, basically. That's oh what all the dictators gosh, are. Yeah. That was pretty good. You yeah. see that? This is called podcast chemistry. So, after question one, we're already developing chemistry. Mm-hmm. This thing might knock it out the park. Yeah. Um, yeah, cool, also, man. like, so, follow along. Everyone who's listening, like, follow along with yourself, like with these questions and like yeah. let us know like what you think because maybe maybe we can fall in love with you 
we won't. Yeah, I, we won't. We won't. We already explained to them that even the eye contact didn't work on us. So like, yeah, we're totally and the vaccine, yeah, and the masks, <laughs> <laughs> and the goggles, <laughs> and the and social the distancing, shields. and the face and the shield. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and the staying at home for days on end. Should I reach into the hat for number two? Yeah, please, please reach into the hat. Okay. I wonder what number I'm going to get. <laughs> I, I could tell you now, and I'm not even clairvoyant. You're oh. going to get a two. Okay, I got a two. Ah! <laughs> Would you like to be famous? And like, in what way? Would you like to be famous? Um, I can oof. go first. I just... Or you oh, want to go, go first? I really mind. Okay. I'll do this one like with a different accent. I think, like, the British version of me would love to be famous for, like, being um, some sort of, like, underwear model, like a Calvin Klein or, like, a like a Klein Calvin or, like, a Tommy Hilfiger or, like, something. <laughs> or jockey. Or jockey, yeah, because I'm a jockey, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, like, you know, those, like, European swimwears where, like... Or, like, a Speedo for yeah, a Yeah, like man. a Speedo, but, like, not, like... <laughs> For swimming, for like chin at the pool, yeah, and like yeah. where the guy sort of looks like he's really going through it with the like tightness, but like it's fine because you know it's Europe and like we don't care. But you know, <laughs> how do people uh, wear those things? Maybe I should give it a shot. But like, it looks uncomfortable. It looks extremely uncomfortable. And now that I'm thinking about it, yeah, it just why 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 do men. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like shorts are just so much more comfortable. Yeah. But short and shorts like are a less... vibe. Like short swim shorts are definitely a vibe. Yes, shorts. <laughs> I um, do have a pair. I have like two pairs of those. So I can't yeah. even say anything. But those the Speedos look OD. And it makes sense for Michael Phelps to wear Speedos because he's trying to get across the water really fast. Right. But you're just kicking it with your, you know, with Pellegrino in hand at the beach. <laughs> San Pellegrino and see, I think the, the I think the European nude beaches have it right because you just like just don't wear anything if you're gonna do that because you're just right. Fair enough. What? Um, but then you get sand in your nether regions. I think it's not it's that the real issue. I've never gotten sand anyway. <laughs> I was just assuming that was the main issue. I know you surf a lot, so maybe you know more about this than me. I'm weak. I actually had to tell my I told my buddy I was like, I don't love surfing. Can we still be friends? And we can still be friends. Oh, that's good. That's yeah. good. You should do the thirty six questions to make you fall in love with surfing and uh-huh. see if things turn around. I was gonna yeah. say but in all seriousness, I don't actually know because the thing about fame is that I fear that it'll make me so is busy the right word but it'll just take away from me being able to like have intimate relationships from what i can tell Mm. but i could be completely wrong Mm. i mean um i don't know it was just kind of it would be overwhelming to have that spotlight on you at a certain level of fame but obviously Mm -hmm. like um fame comes in different forms and honestly i knew a lot of people in college and so i think i like and in high school so i had a certain level of 
popularity the fame right. that was really like fun i think because you get to know a lot of people and manageable mm-hmm. but the paparazzi thing is seems like a lot um but if i right. was famous i wanted i want to like be just doing something i love that's impactful i don't right. want to just like i don't want to degrade anyone's careers but i don't want to like just be famous just because just because you fair know? enough fair enough like let me be it like funny or something or yeah we're still working on that no <laughs> <laughs> but i think i agree with you almost entirely actually uh i wouldn't want to be maybe for like f-less celebrities or like Ooh, f-less oh wow yeah yeah so like people won't really have like a blue check and like that's it yeah but that's it you know and then your fans know who you are but not it like the idea of not being able to enjoy private moments anymore mm. or outside your home i think mm. that to me would be the most difficult part mm. like, it's weird these tabloids just imagine just walking down the street with a friend or going for lunch somewhere and then people like taking pictures of you and next thing you see it in like the daily paper the next day or something i just that doesn't yeah. make sense to me and everything is so publicized all your mistakes are mm. magnified to the point where you're expected to be perfect really because there's no there's no room for error it seems when you're a celebrity uh and yeah i just i don't want anyone really living vicariously through me and just caring so much about what i do mm-hmm. um to the point where it's intrusive and i think that's where the challenge is kenneth mm-hmm. tying his durag around his mouth while i'm talking Um, but (laughs) but yeah i think definitely would want to do something that's impactful but Mm. would not want to be a celebrity at all Mm -hmm. actually and i don't know i like like i'd like to just be able to fly under the radar you know yeah yeah like the pro wrestling folks from earlier when the love triangle thing broke out it was like really messy for everyone involved um (laughs) and um like obviously messy relationships are bad and like you shouldn't do that or make those mistakes but having the whole world or not the whole world the whole wrestling world like seeing like scrutinizing and judging and like chanting at you is kind of od it's just too much and a lot of the people chanting would have done the same thing if not worse that's the irony of it right but yeah they get to hide behind the anonymity of being part of the mob and just be like oh i can't believe you did that yeah i know and then celebrities don't get a lot of grace yeah the other the ones that are always stressful is the weight gain thing you know when i was a kid bro yeah like get off celebrities for gaining weight man yeah (laughs) it's really rough oh because, my goodness i don't know when i was a kid i didn't care but now that i'm older and i understand like how many factors shape like what weight you're at whether you're happy mm-hmm. with the weight or not happy with the weight like it's so nuanced mm-hmm. and like the expectation that someone is the same weight all the time and the expectation that someone like stays looking 25 forever is just like the weight of the world and it's just it's toxic the right? weight of the world yeah <laughs> Yeah, and I think what's so bad about it is 
these expectations are placed on people like you have to look 25 your entire life yeah and then when people go and you know undergo cosmetic surgery and do whatever they can to stay looking like that then people are so quick to be like oh you didn't age gracefully you should yeah. have not done that you bought your surgery was botched you look so bad and it's mm-hmm. like you got to look 25 when you're 50 but it's not possible and the pressure is just insane and mm-hmm. i think more on women really mm-hmm. from what i've gathered with the whole tabloid Mm-hmm. behavior and stuff and it's like mm-hmm. selena gomez puts on 15 pounds mm-hmm. and it's like can you jonah hill yeah in, in a swimsuit and it's like just yeah. leave the guy alone and even I the think pressure everybody to perform too you know like maybe not so much for athletes because when you, like a decline in performance is understandable i guess due to mm-hmm. age but like um singers or actors like sometimes this is a thought I used to have, but whenever an, an, a singer sang for a season and they weren't producing much, I kind of put it in my mind as like, that's a decline. So them not producing music mm. anymore is a decline. So their life is like over. Or this person mm. was an actor or actress at a young age and now they're not and that's a decline. But that's not mm. necessarily true because there's so many other things in life beyond like your work and mm-hmm. they're... they're you know, gifting as an artist is one part of their whole personality. And a lot of people that keep actually acting for their whole life, it's actually quite strenuous. Mm -hmm. Um, Because not only are you performing in front of people, but you're also like identifying with like sometimes very challenging roles and method acting is is like messy psychological, psychologically. So, yeah, because at the end of the day, especially with method acting, what you really have to do is like take on a personality that's not yours. Mm-hmm. And I know some people are more extreme. Like Christian Bale is said to be a pretty extreme method actor. Mm-hmm. Um, and we but part I wonder of being if, an actor, but and which is great. But I also wonder, like, is he okay? Is this affecting him? Is he okay? And if he were to stop Does, acting, I think I would be like, oh, like, yeah, he used to be good, but now, like, you know, he's not really acting. Like, he's a nobody. Like, if someone is mm-hmm. irrelevant, it's, like, a bad thing. Like, no, that's... Right. But maybe some people just want to be out of the limelight. Mm-hmm. And I think that point probably comes for a lot of celebrities. And you made a good point there with child actors, especially. It's like, what happened to them? Their careers never turned into anything. Mm-hmm. But maybe they came to the point where they were talking to their parents or whoever, and they decided, I don't want to be an actor anymore. Mm-hmm. And we'd applaud people in other spheres for being able to say like, I don't want to do this anymore. I want to go and follow what I feel I'm called to do. Cause really, if you can do something from when you're a kid and continue your entire life, you're one of the rare people who found their calling that early. That early. Um, or just stuck to it or forced or just so many factors. Right. So yeah, it's, and you make a good point. The way we, treat fame i think the reason people treat famous people like that sometimes is like oh you're too rich to have emotions you're too rich to you know you're too rich to relate with my humanity and my issues Mm -hmm. so i don't mind lashing out at you for putting on 10 pounds Mm -hmm. i don't mind for lashing out at you for doing things that i do on a daily basis as well Mm -hmm. you know so yeah i'll skip the fame man but i think we should we should treat those who are in the limelight with a bit more grace. Mm. Um, 
but maybe also it'd be fair to expect a bit more from them. I don't know. It's a back and yeah. forth conversation about their responsibilities. Um, here's an interesting example. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a time Kim Kardashian was advertising these weight loss lollipops, mm-hmm. which obviously don't work. They were like a diet suppressant or something, <laughs> right? Which is an unhealthy way for people to go about losing weight. But you champion these unhealthy like beauty standards, whether or mm. not you feel you have to, or you're forced to by external parties and, you know, the cosmetic surgery and the, you know, remember the slim tea that was being advertised all over Instagram at a point, maybe it still mm. is, I don't know. And like, Oh, I drink this tea and then like keeps me slim. And it's like drinking tea is not going to make you slim, mm-hmm. you know, but there's that pressure. And it's like, mm. if these same celebrities are willing to take money to advertise products, they know are ineffective then maybe they deserve some of the flack they're getting. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, society will find its equilibrium with these people. And maybe we found it, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, where they can collect hundreds of thousands of dollars for advertising a false product. And maybe the other side of that karmic balance is people just always being on your case. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Mm. Yeah. That's real. Well, what if we become famous from this podcast, bro? Then what do we do? We just end it. <laughs> yeah, I haven't thought about that, man. Honestly, we'll cross, we'll cross that bridge when we get there. When we get there, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Love is supposed to be in the air, right? Yeah, um, not right. really. But mm. we'll, we'll, we're Fair gonna enough. keep playing. I mean, yeah. So we're, gosh, probably about maybe three or four questions into this. 36 question fiasco uh but we'll be back in the next part with more new york times um questions gosh i almost choked oh my gosh are you in love with me (laughs) (laughs) no i was just eating corn and some of it got in my windpipe (laughs) (laughs) oh why did you Um, say windpipe oh my gosh that's funny (laughs) But yeah, I will be back um, on the next part where we continue to push on in an attempt to make you guys fall in love with us. I love it. Yeah, we're the kids. <laughs> love. Oh, of course we are. <laughs> We've been talking. <laughs> See ya. All right. Bye. See ya. <laughs>